Hey friend, welcome back for an all new episode of the A Wife Like Me podcast. I'm Amanda Davison, your host, and I'm so glad you're hanging out with me today. We're diving into an amazing topic in this episode, but before we do, I want to make sure that you know of all the amazing resources we have over at awifelikeme.com. We have a workbook that helps you design your day that really aligns your tasks, everything you have to do with the time that you have. And we also have our book, Dear Wife, 10-minute invitations to help you practice connection with your husband. And we have a ton of resources you can sign up for at awifelikeme.com. And you can get those resources sent to you via email, which also puts you on our list for each Friday, getting encouragement straight from myself. I write it every week just for you. So you can get all of that over at awifelikeme.com. So this episode actually was a request from you. So I shared last week that I was sharing a topic, sharing a message at a women's event, and it was on identity. And many of you reached out asking, can you please tell us what you shared with these women? And there was no recording of the event. However, I told you, yes, I will share the content that I shared and I will do that via this podcast. So it'll probably be a two-part series um, in this in these two episodes, but that's what we're diving into. We're diving into this topic of becoming who you already are. When this event coordinator reached out to me and she asked, would you please share on identity? I said, absolutely. I will happily do that. And here's why I said that. Because I think as Christians, we have a basic general understanding of who we are in Christ. If I asked a Christian, you'd probably say an answer like, I'm a daughter of the king. I'm a child of God. I am free. I am redeemed. All the good stuff, which is all true. And it is good to know that. But what I've found in my experience in my own faith journey and with so many of you is that there's... A discrepancy. There's um, a kind of a miscommunication between like this head knowledge of who we are and what that actually equates to in our everyday lives. So that's what we're going to dive into. So Kathy Boone, she was a homeless woman who died in Oregon, Oregon, whatever, same thing, but she died a homeless woman in Oregon unaware of the millions of dollars she had inherited. She lived her entire life, friend, unaware of all she had. And the same is true for you and me. We can live our entire lives unaware of who we are and what we have. And like I said, I'm convinced this is the missing link for us as Christians. So part of what we're going to do in this two-part episode series is fully understand who we are and what we've inherited, what we actually have access to because of who we are and how this changes everything. Okay. This process that I'm going to talk about, it it kind of involves three different things. This process of like becoming who you already are, and I'm talking to you, yes you, it consists of three things. First, understanding. 
So an awareness, like you have to have, and I have to have an understanding and awareness of who we already are. So we're going to dive into that. And then for this to become part of our lives and to, for us to be able to walk this out, we have to believe it. We have to agree with who we already are and believe it to be true. And then the third part is we have to activate it. We have to walk in, exercise who we already are. Okay. So again, many of us as Jesus followers, if I were to sit you down, which I'm not gonna, but if I were, you'd probably say, yes, I know who I am. I'm chosen. I'm a daughter of the king, which again, it's right. But when I, when we dive into understanding, fully understanding who we are in Christ, I have found two key issues that we are probably walking around with, two real barriers we're walking around with when it comes to us thinking about our identity in Christ. Here are two issues that kind of keep us from fully understanding who we are in Christ. First, many of us are walking around thinking that what we read in scripture or what maybe our pastor says or what that Bible study says, that book says about who we are in Christ, many of us think that that's some sort of future reality. Like we understand these biblical concepts are true. Like, yes, I'm a child of the king. Yes, uh, I'm redeemed and I'm forgiven and I'm made new. Yes, but that's for a future time. That's for when I'm actually in heaven. It's, it's some far off thing. But we have to understand that what God says about us in scripture is true for you today, right now. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. This is in present tense now. Okay, so God is saying about you that it's true for you today. This is true for you today, not when you get your act together. Not when you finally start praying more or doing things better or more. No, it's, it's not based on performance, friend, or some future condition. It's true of you right now. What scripture says about you is true for you right now, okay? That's one of the issues that we have to grasp when we, before we dive into who we are in Christ. The second issue when it comes to us thinking about our identity in Christ is that many of us likely just don't have the full story when it comes to who we are in Christ and what our identity gives us access to. Because again, you can live your entire life aware of who you are. Kathy Boone knew who she was. Kathy Boone died a homeless woman. She knew whose daughter she was. Yet, We can live our entire lives aware of who we are and yet never know what we have. And when it comes to our identity in Christ, many of us have not been given the full story of who we are and what our identity gives us access 
two. Okay, so that's what we're going to dive into first is fully understanding our identity, who we are and what we have access to. Okay, so and I don't want you to skim through these case. Many of you. Yeah, yeah, I already know. Sure. But the way that I'm going to talk about this, I want you to consider, do I believe this of me right now? Okay. So first, your identity in Christ, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, says you are new. You are no longer what you have been prior to knowing Jesus. The whole first half of the Bible, I love talking about this so much. But if you take the Bible and you have no idea what the Bible is talking about, the entire first half of scripture is telling the story that you and I were born into sin and we cannot rescue ourselves. Before knowing Christ, that is who you were. That is who I was. I was separated from God because of sin, the sin that I was born into, okay? But the second half of scripture tells the story of how God sent his son to rescue you and me. So the rescue has come. And so now in the second half of scripture, because of Christ, we now have new life. Second Corinthians again, chapter five, verse 17 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, Meaning, if you have placed your faith and trust in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then it says, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So the truth is, you have today, you, are, you have an entirely new identity. And this is your identity. There is no other identity that you have. There is no other role that you have as mom, as attorney, as nurse, as homeschool mom, whatever that looks like. There's no role, occupation, or position that can be your identity. If you are in Christ, you are new in Christ. Okay? And what has defined you before knowing Christ, what defined you before knowing Jesus, no longer defines you. You are free from your past and free to step into the new person God has made you to be. So you can say, because I am in Christ, I am new. I am new. Okay. Another thing you are, according to 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10, you are chosen. Okay. Read this. Listen to this. It says, but you are a chosen race a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness, out of sin, into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had received mercy, but now Once you have not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Friend, according to this, you are chosen. You are part of this royal family. You are, that's why you hear the phrase, daughter of the king of kings. 
And this gives you meaning and purpose in life. You are favored by God that can never be taken from you. Okay, so you are also chosen. Next, according to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 7 through 8, you are and have been completely forgiven. It says, in him, in Christ, we have redemption. You have redemption through his blood. You have been redeemed, made right, okay? Redeemed through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight. So the truth is you are forgiven. You have been forgiven. You are forgiven. You, are, you have been and are washed clean and lavished with his grace. God has removed your sin, all of it, and you are redeemed both from sin and the eternal consequences of sin. Meaning no amount of sin now can, can bring you to a place that is removed from God. God has given you an eternal home free from sin because of the blood of Jesus. Okay, next, according to Romans chapter 8, verse 1, you are freed from being condemned before God. Okay, it's, it reads this, Romans 8, chapter 1, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, For the law of the spirit of life has set you free. Jesus' blood has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and of death. Again, the Old Testament really had held us to sin. We were born into sin and sin separated us from God. But because of the blood of Jesus shed on the cross, his death, burial, and resurrection, now anyone who places their faith and trust in Jesus as Lord and Savior is freed from from that law, the law of the Old Testament, the law of really sin. Okay, next, according to Philippians chapter 3 verse 9, you, this is my favorite, I don't know why, it just is, you are righteous, maybe because I didn't understand really what this meant, but righteous means made right, okay, again, the first half of of scripture tells the story of how we are removed from God because of sin, but we have all been given the choice to place our faith in Jesus and be made right because of the blood of Jesus. Now, when when God looks at you and me, he doesn't see our sin. He sees the blood of Jesus. So Philippians chapter three, verse nine says, and be found in him, not having my own righteousness from the law of doing good, right? Being good people or good Christians. No, no, no. Not having my own righteousness from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God on the basis of faith. The moment, friend, listen, the moment you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you were counted righteous in the eyes of God. Your righteousness, your right standing in front of God is based on what Jesus did on the cross. Based on what Jesus already did on the cross on your behalf because he loves you. So right now, when God looks at you, 
Again, he doesn't see your sin. He doesn't see what you see. He sees the righteousness of Christ. Okay? Unbelievable, okay? But it is. That's the beauty. It is so believable. But it's un- unbelievable. It's so good. But here's what I want you to process. And you can write this down, not if you're driving, listen to it later and then write it down later. But believing anything other than what I just said, and there's so many other things that we could break down your identity in Christ, but just read scripture. It's all there. He, Jesus, has made you right. He has redeemed you. He has restored you back to, into right standing before God. And so now you are saved and redeemed and restored. And, but believing anything other than this, than what I just talked about, that you're righteous, that you're free from condemnation, you're forgiven, you're chosen, you're brand new. If you believe anything other than those things, it's simply not true. And you're not then fully believing or understanding your actual identity in Christ. But here's what you maybe didn't know. Because remember, Kathy Boone, the homeless woman who died in Oregon, she was the daughter of her mother. She knew she was the daughter of her mother. It's who she was. And as her daughter, then because she was her mother's daughter, Kathy then had access to her inheritance, to her mother's inheritance. Listen to this. Because of Kathy's identity, she knew who she was. She was her mother's daughter. Because of Kathy's identity, Kathy had access to the inheritance. So her identity preceded her inheritance. And it's the same for you and me. Knowing your identity in Christ because of Christ, because of what Christ has done, that's one thing. So what we just talked about, that's one thing. Knowing your identity in Christ, that's one thing. But knowing that your identity gives you access to an inheritance is another. Okay? Because of who you already are in Christ, because of what Christ has done, you have access to his inheritance. But Kathy, she lived her entire life, like just grasp this with me. She lived her entire life knowing she was her mother's daughter, yet completely unaware of what she possessed because she was her mother's daughter. Okay, she had no idea. She knew she was her mother's daughter, but she had no idea what she had access to. But that will not be us. That will not be us. So what do we have access to? That's what we're going to talk about in the next episode. Can't wait to chat and we'll be back next week for an all new episode of the A Wife Like Me podcast. Love you, friend. Hope you're enjoying. See you soon. Friend, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? If so, Spotify's got a platform that lets you make and start a podcast so easily and then distribute it everywhere and even earn some money. It's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. 
Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. And then you can distribute it wherever podcasts are heard. Even video podcasts are available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. But best of all, it's totally free and there's no catch. Ever since we've been using Spotify for Podcasters at A Wife Like Me, we've been able to triple our reach, reaching wives across the globe. And it's so simple. Again, we do this right from our computer. And again, you can do it from your phone. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or just go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters. Again, www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started.